that metal interview. On this installment, on this episode of that metal interview with myself, James, we have a special guest. This person, this guy, his name is Ray Suhi. S-U-H-Y. Excuse me if I uh, maybe you might have mispronounced it. Ray Suhi. He is the one of the guitar players for Six Feet Under, the classic death metal band led by Mr. Chris Barnes, formerly of Cannibal Corpse. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are speaking of Six Feet Under. This is Chris Barnes' band, and our guest is one of his guitar players for his band, Six Feet Under, Ray. Ray Suhi, and not only does Ray play in this death metal band, Six Feet Under, he is very versatile, and he plays jazz also. Yep, he plays real jazz, not fake jazz, real music, real jazz. So, not to say that metal is not real music, this is just a comment. So Ray plays, uh, he has an album out called Transcendent, uh, Ray Suhi and Louis Porter Quartet. So check it out. The album is called Transcendent, T-R-A-N-S-C-E-N-D-E-N-T. If you guys want to expand your mind a little bit, uh, check it out. This is some awesome, awesome jazz, and it's just unbelievable, man, how how any musician can go from playing these complicated leads with strange uh, progressions and improvisations and this and that to playing uh, some heavy death metal with six feet under, man. Talk about multi-talented. Mr. Ray Suhi, that's what we're talking about. And he'll talk to us about this uh, change from jazz to death metal and this and that. And... Um, You'll speak to us uh, about joining Six Feet Under on how he spoke to, he texted with uh, Chris Barnes and he made the band. He'll talk to us about playing alongside the legendary Jack Owen, formerly of, originally with Cannibal Corpse. And then uh, later on joining D-Side back in the 2000s, back uh, maybe 18, 17 years ago, 16 years ago. Mr. Jack Owen, very nice person. I spoke to him in person in San Antonio, Texas around 2006 uh, when he was touring and recording with D-Side, uh, one of my favorite bands, D-Side, Mr. Glenn Benton. Anyways, so let's check out the interview with Ray Suhi of Six Feet Under. Enjoy. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks for, uh, I mean, congrats on the new Six Feet Under album, uh, Nightmares of the Decomposed, man. Uh, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Great, great stuff, man. Awesome. I'm a big uh, metal fan, uh, rock fan, death metal, you know, the whole the whole spectrum. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Take us through the writing process. Uh, who wrote the riffs, uh, lyrics, and arrangements? Who, who, who did all that? Yeah, so, you know, uh, when Jack, Jack Owen joined the band, what was that, 2017, I think, when he came in, um, he, had, he was... You know, writing a bunch of stuff, and he—I guess—he sent Chris a bunch of demos, you know, of a, a bunch of riffs and songs, and and uh, that's how the process all started, you know. So, yeah, so Jack Jack wrote all the riffs on this one, and uh, you know, then Chris um, took those demos, started writing vocals to them, and then I added the leads and stuff, and you know, later on. 
So yeah, so basically, you know, Jack had the riffs, did demos. Marco laid down some drums. Uh, Jeff laid the bass down. I played the solos. Uh, Jack, uh, Jack plays a couple solos on the record too. And then Chris, you know, Chris wrote when recorded all the vocals after that. So when you know we're all spread apart across the country, so uh, this is all done like over email and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so you joined uh, in '15, right? Is that right? I think so. The end of '15, early 2016, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you record another album, or is this is there a second one? No, I I'm, I I did some solos on Crypt of the Devil, and then okay. I I I did all the guitars and bass on um, Graveyard Classics Four. That's all me on that. Awesome. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how did it feel? I mean, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of uh, Chris Barnes and. Six Feet uh-huh. Under and Cannibal Corpse and this and that. Yeah. D side. Uh, how how did it feel working with uh, a legend like that, man? I mean, Chris Barnes. Uh, it's all, uh, it's and, awesome. and Jack yeah. Owen now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I think I I think I, I first got on Chris's radar because um, you know Phil Phil Hall from Municipal Waste he produced Crypt of the Devil and he produced the graveyard classics four records so those are the first times i i played on six feet under records i wasn't in the band then you know i was just i was just doing a session kind of thing and uh and, you know so chris heard my playing on that and we started talking on twitter you know talking about like how you know might be cool if i could tour with them sometime and um yeah at that point you know when the other guitar player left when steve swanson left uh, chris wrote me on twitter and asked me to, to join i was so stoked you know i mean it's a legend you know I remember buying the Cannibal Corpse tapes and jamming, jamming the heck out of them when they came out, you know. So, uh, yeah, for me, it's been it's been an awesome ride. Um, yeah, and then Jack, you know, again, Jack joined the band uh, about a year after I did. And, uh, yeah, it's just been incredible, man. You know, you look over you look over those two guys and we're playing like Hammer Smash Face and it's just like, holy shit, you know, those these are the dudes that created that sound and that whole scene, you know. So it's, it's definitely a trip. Yeah, I love it. Wow, I met Jack Owen once in uh, San Antonio. About I want to say he was playing with D Side. Uh, yeah, this is about oh six or so, two thousand six. So anyway, real nice guy. But I've I've never yeah, great guy. I never had the honor uh, like you did. You know, jam with you know play with him. You know, wow. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Jack's a great guy, man. Great musician too. Some people don't know this, man. Some people don't know. Not just anyone can go from playing jazz to to playing death metal. You know, uh, that's a unique talent you have there. You know, uh, oh, thanks, man. How, how do you do that, man? How do you? Uh, uh, man, I love you know I love a ton of different kinds of music. You know, I always have. So I've been uh, practicing jazz and, and metal since I was a kid. You know, so you know I started playing guitar and got really into metal, and then I got into jazz. Uh, quite a bit and it's just been non-stop doing both of those things for years you know so um you know the basics of music music is a, is a you know it's a language you know and once you learn the you really get the fundamentals of it down and you can really explore any style you'd like to you know it's just a matter of spending time with each thing so uh yeah i really love it because it gets me it gets i get to kind of express a couple different sides of me you know so it's been pretty cool so i released a, a jazz record this past year called Transcendent and that was on yep. Sunnyside Records yeah so uh, I'm pretty happy with that one and we were going to do a bunch of playing and everything but you know it's a pandemic hit this year that kind of went by the wayside so but yeah no I love doing both both things you know yeah that was one of my questions uh, I heard the album Transcendent uh, awesome stuff man yeah. awesome oh thank you yeah, thank you brother thank you I play guitar myself uh, no, I'm not as, oh, good as, sweet. not as good as you of course I'm you know mediocre. oh man 
I'm just me, me, uh, I saw your, your your videos, man. Damn, you just you know uh, you're up there, man. Uh, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. T- talk to us about Transcendent, uh, a great album. It's not metal, of Thank course. You. This is this is jazz. I would say jazz, right? Mm-hmm. Who's involved yep, with that? Uh, Who recorded that? Um, so yeah, I, uh, a good friend of mine, Lewis Porter, is a pianist and a, a writer and a jazz edu- educator. And, um, and you know, he and I have done one other record before this, but we decided to do another one. And um, and then we got uh, Rudy Royston on drums. He plays with a bunch of great jazz people, and um, yeah, he plays with like Bill Frizzell and all that. And on um, uh, on bass, we have Brad Jones, who's a fantastic musician. He's played with Warnie Coleman and a bunch of great people. So yeah, it's just a re- it was a really killer lineup. And you know, the jazz thing is is very interesting because yeah, I wrote I wrote about the three quarters of the songs, and then Lewis, the pianist, wrote the rest. And then we didn't have a rehearsal; we just booked studio time and got the other two guys in the room and pulled the songs up and you know talked about them, and then just went. You know, I think we recorded that whole record in six hours or so. So jazz is totally different. Yeah, that's a totally different beast than the metal. Is like with jazz, it's just about the performance and improvising and trying to get a good feel and a good take. And uh, the metal thing, you know, it's all you know more piece by piece and everything. So, yeah. So, uh, as a musician, you know, a musician question: huh? uh, Do you build a do you build a progression and then improvise, or is it just mainly all huh? improvising? No, and and the jazz stuff is usually based off of progressions, or I'll write or I'll write a melody. And then add a progression to that. So with a lot of those songs on the record, um, you know, I'll write the melody to the song with the chord progression, and then we solo over the chord progression. Sort of how, sort of how like a blues musician would play. You know what I mean? So you play, you play through your blues song, and then you'd improvise on the twelve-bar blues. You know, when you're doing your solos, it's the same thing in jazz, but the, the chords will just be different. You know. So, uh, what age did you start playing guitar, man? Uh, was it kind of young or? Yeah, it was uh, when I was twelve. Actually, yes, I, I, I actually I actually started uh, on bass for a year when I was eleven, and then I got a guitar when I was twelve. So you just told me uh, you just told us uh, first came metal and then came jazz, right? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I mean, it's so uh, you know, I um, I started playing guitar and was like '87, so you know, it was like right around the hair metal, you know, all the great the great hair metal stuff. So, yeah. and then and then the thrash metal too. So it was like playing like you know, Dokken and and all that stuff and then got into you know anthrax was huge for me when i was a kid and then you know then i got really deep into metallica but at the same time i was listening to like van halen and led zeppelin and, and Jimi hendrix you know what i mean and cut my teeth on that stuff so yeah that's cool man you listen to all kinds yeah. of rock and metal cool oh yeah i love it yeah mm-hmm. so many great guitar players everywhere you know so it's like you can you can learn from everybody that's that's my view i mean here's a here's a, a rundown question man uh yeah, uh, it's been all over the press, of course, about Eddie Van Halen's passing. And how do you uh, feel? Were yeah. you a fan? Were you a fanatic? Or yeah, totally. I mean, I don't think you can. I don't think you can play lead guitar, and you know, you know, in like a, in the rock metal kind of scene, and not not have been affected by by him. You know, I mean, I all of my I know all my friends wanted to be him at some point. You know, we all did. Um, yeah, it was huge. I mean, I, I spent so much time listening to those records, and I saw them live a few times. You know, it's just it was like, 
Eddie's one of those guys. It's like you, you know, you hear the songs and the solos, and you're just like, oh god, man, I gotta, I gotta play like that. And then you try, and it's just like you can't really play like him. <laughs> like you know, you know, as, as, as even a lot of my friends who are shredders, it's like we all talk to each other. We're just like, nah, man, you, you just can't sound like that. That's him. You know, that's his voice. That's you know, he's such an original. You know, but so inspirational. You know, it, it was tough when he passed. Like, and uh, you know, I just I, I ended up just cranking a bunch of Van Halen records and then I fired up my old Marshall and just, you know, just try to play and, and just try to remember. I mean, you know, it's, it's such a, such a huge, a huge legend, you know, that in the scene, it was so influential to, to everyone, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. I was yeah. a fan too. And Roth yeah. and Hagar and the whole Sharon and the whole. The oh whole yeah. All of it. I love, yeah. I love mm-hmm. all the eras, you know, all the eras are great. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, speaking of equipment, yeah. uh, you mentioned your, your, you mentioned your cabinet, uh, do you use the same gear uh, with your jazz project than with the death metal thing? Um, I don't use, not the amps, but I do use the same guitar usually. Yeah, I have an Ibanez RG, you know, it's a RG exotic wood model. It's a mahogany with a Zerico top. And I, yeah, I use that. I recorded uh, my jazz record on that and I recorded the new 1600 with that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the jazz stuff, I'll probably just, I usually use just like a clean amp, you know, so like a Fender or something or a small little combo. And then, and, you know, for the 60s stuff on this record, I used a Marshall JCM 800, you know, an 80s head that I have. I, uh, I just hit it with a bunch of overdrive pedals and, you know, kind of gained it up a little bit. So. Awesome. Yeah. Are yeah. you still using, uh, I saw some videos where you're using, you're uh, presenting, I guess, uh, the OD 808 overdrive? Yeah, the Maxon, yeah, the Maxon RD808, yeah, that's one of my favorites, yeah, that's my, uh, that's my go-to lead sound, actually. Mm-hmm. So when I go, when we go, when we go and tour, uh, or play festivals, you know, in Europe or whatever, like, um, usually we just have to use whatever amps they have at the shows or on the tours, so I always bring, like, a, a OD808 and, uh, another, a Ford grind pedal, it's called, uh, that's like a, that's a, just a clean boost, but it uh, tightens up the low end, you know? Yeah. So I hit the amp really hard with that, and then I just goose it with a tube screamer for my leads. Yeah. You mentioned going to Europe, uh, doing festivals over there with Six Feet. Uh, so what's mm-hmm. your what's your favorite gig, and what's your worst gig? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's, so, there's been so many, man. Um we played a we played a great festival in, in uh, Romania last year. Um, well, that was tough. You know, like my second my second gig with Six Feet Under was at this uh, with full with full force festival in Germany, and that was pretty that was pretty incredible. It was like thirty thousand people. Um, man, honestly, I, I really like the I like the club shows almost better than those fests. You know, I like a nice packed sweaty club <laughs> where people are just going nuts. You know, and just having having a good time. Yeah, those are always my favorite shows the festivals are wild because like when you're playing in front of 20,000 people that's just it's it's insane feeling you know because you, you can't even see people really past the front row and, and they're stretching back to the horizon um yeah but all those shows are, are super fun and I'm so we get so lucky to get to play those you know? so what would be your worst the worst gig Worst gig, shit. That might be that Wolf with Full Force Festival. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad gig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that was, again, that was my second second show with Six Feet Under, and uh, it wasn't my. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. But basically, like I, I remember, I remember that embarrassing thing that happened. I started one of the songs, and it was just me, you know, starting the intro, and I, I unplugged my cable from my guitar. 
and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know, so I had to quickly plug in and, 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 uh, and then get back to it, you know, so that was a little rough being my second game, but at the same time, it was incredible, because once, you know, once we got rolling, it was great, yeah. Talk to us about Gematria. Oh, yeah, so that's my project with my good friend, Steve Honoshowski, he's a excellent drummer, uh, bassist, and, like, music programmer, yeah, like, it's just really, really, and, and like incredible musician. Um, so, yeah, you know, with that kind of thing, it's that that's a little more, it's hard to explain, a little more experimental, a little more kind of fusiony stuff. But um, yeah, so Steve usually will, you know, he'll send me some tracks that he's working on, and then I'll add my parts to them, and then we'll go in and record them. You know, we're, at, we're actually writing some new stuff now, which is cool. So it's a little more progressive kind of sounding. I'm excited to get that stuff out. That probably probably will come out sometime next year. Awesome, awesome stuff. Here's a different question: Are, are you done with uh, Cannabis Corpse? Yeah, yep. Um, I uh, left that band somewhere around 2018 or so. Yeah, so um, I did. I think I, I can't remember my first tour with them. Might have been 2015 or so. And then we did. Um, did I did the record Left Hand Pass with them? You know, I'm, uh, I did all the guitars on that and wrote wrote most of the record Phil and I wrote most of the record and uh, yeah so they, you know we, did, we had some good times we did some great tours uh, played and did a nice tour of Europe and then we opened for Soulfly in the States that was a really good time yeah. Um, but yeah um, but yeah so Phil you know Phil's in um, he's in you know, municipal waste and Iron Reagan so he's touring most of the year so with, with Cannabis Corpse, he could only end up, usually end up touring, you know, around the spring or even the late winter. And unfortunately, that's when I toured with 1600 a bunch. So the, the schedule complex just got in the way, you know. So. That's some killer music, man. Killer, killer uh, metal right there. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That was a fun band. Definitely. Those guys are great. For sure. Um, mm -hmm. What's next for, for Ray, for yourself? Uh, what's next for you? What are you doing now? What are you working on now? Um... Um, you know this this past you know this year has been <laughs> been strange for all of us. You know, yeah. so I've just been yeah I've just been teaching a lot of guitar lessons and and just practicing a lot. Um, trying to write, you know, I wrote trying to write another jazz record now and working on the Gamatria stuff. Um, and you know, six feet, you know, we just put that record out. But Chris and I had started working on some songs too. So hopefully, in a, in a year or two, maybe we'll put out another record of that stuff. That was a little more kind of groovy, kind of first couple of six feet under records type of feel to it. So. Yeah, it should be interesting. So yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to stay busy, you know, trying to stay in these weird times, just uh, playing a lot of guitar, you know, hanging out. Yep, strange times for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, would you like to send a message to uh, the people listening to this podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, hey, uh, thanks everyone for checking out the podcast, and, uh, you know, thanks for everyone for the support of the new Six Feet Under record. Um, yeah, we, it's been charting, you know, we, we made the Billboard Top 200, and we charted pretty good in Germany, so yeah, thank you all for the support, and uh, can't wait to see you all on the road. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, it sucks. Right about now, we were supposed to be on the on the West Coast, doing a West Coast tour of California and Canada a little bit. And yeah. So that would have been fun, but yeah, <laughs> maybe next year, you know. Oh, wow. That's messed <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll yeah, be, yeah. I'm sure you'll get back on your feet, get back on the road uh, sometime next year for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Thank you for making time, Ray. Uh, appreciate it. Sounds great, man. Awesome. Thank you. Now, wasn't that a conversation, man? Wasn't that a musician, a musician? of musicians man that's ray suhi uh jazz player and uh you guys should check that out man check out that album they got out there you can check it out on uh, digital formats uh, I, I checked it out on spotify uh the album is called transcendent uh ray suhi lewis porter quartet 
Lewis, L-E-W-I-S. Lewis Porter Quartet, Ray Suhi. Check it out, man. Awesome music, man. So uh, that's a great musician right there. We hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with uh, Mr. Suhi. Ray, of course. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on social media, the digital formats of Spotify, Bandcamp, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and so on and so forth. So thank you guys to the people that already follow us, to the rock artists that check us out also, man. Thank you guys for interviewing with us, with myself, James, and uh, the ones that haven't, hey, man, uh, uh, you're more than welcome to um, spend some time in, in our format here and uh, talk about what's going on in your life and uh, what albums you're doing how you're handling the the pandemic and this and that. So uh, we got some badass, some more interviews coming up very soon. We got the Necrot, the interview with Mr. Chad, the drummer for Necrot, Mortuous, uh, that's coming up. Uh, and of course, we got an interview with Eleni Nota of Nervosa, straight from Greece, I believe, Athens, Greece. And that's coming up. Also, we got uh, Mr. Jason Bittner, drummer for Overkill. Also, uh, these next few days, we'll be uploading uh, these interviews. And of course, uh, next week, we have the legendary Michael Sweet of Striper. So look out for that, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in and checking out that metal interview with myself, James. Thank you for checking out our radio station, JRocksMetalZone.com, our radio show. Thank you once again to Mr. Ray Suhi of Six Feet Under. And don't forget, uh, you got to support Mr. Ray Suhi. Don't forget to support uh, his project, his uh, jazz project. Don't forget to support uh, their uh, Six Feet Under's latest album, Nightmares of the Decomposed, man, under Metal Blade. So big shout out to Metal Blade out there. Um, thank you to Mr. Chris Barnes for bringing in, bringing in the kill, bringing in some badass metal all the time uh, of course to all the guys from six feet under to ray uh to jeff and of course mr jack owen and everybody out there in the capsule uh well we hope you guys enjoyed this interview and keep uh, keep sharing and keep checking it out man thank you and don't forget to keep it metal That metal interview.